You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. We are on vacation this week, which is why we have put together some fantastic best of episodes to air this week. And we've gone through a lot of the archives here. It was weird going through and listening to a lot of them. It was pretty fun. Yeah, some of these are pretty far back. And today's episode, (laughs) we've got a couple of different things we're going to play. So they bounce all over the place. But today we're going to start off with... Our interview with Amy Schumer, one of our interviews. This I is guess. our second interview our with second Amy inter- Schumer. Yeah, so this was the first time we met Amy. It was uh, she actually wasn't really on like the you know the public spectrum at all. She was just kind of a smaller touring comedian. But the second time that we had her on, this was when she after she did like the Charlie Sheen roast. Oh yeah, yeah, because that was mm-hmm. kind of when she really got some national notoriety. And, and so, then yeah, so this is her talking about the Charlie Sheen roast, working with Steve Carell, uh, talking about touring. She did she posed in Cosmo, so she talks about all of this stuff. So this is uh, episode from episode five fifty five, and this is pre Inside Amy, I believe. Or maybe it was right when Inside Amy was... I think it's right around when it was coming out. When it was coming out. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we've got this right here. We're going to play the interview from Amy, and then we've got another segment after that. But here is Amy Schumer from the Fun Employment Radio Archives, episode 555. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is... (laughs) Hi, this... Hi, this is Greg Froops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. All right. I know, I love him. <laughs> why did he pause? Am I on here? Yes. You are um, on yes. now. I can't. I... Oh, okay. Uh, why did he pause before saying your name? Because I think you forgot my name. I'm yeah. pretty sure we've actually talked about this. I'm like, did I have to like mouth did my name to him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because mine obviously is going to remember that. Yeah. That's yeah. Really what a narcissist. Yeah. What a typical comedian. <laughs> typical. Oh yeah. I guess it's true with the whole Greg and Greg thing. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier. Yeah. He's like, yes. you have the best name ever. And Sarah. And I know. I've been wondering. Girl. It's like a question mark. Yeah. And the girl. Because we had him on is. like right around the same time you did, which was about a year ago. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can't remember if he was taking the pause or not. Because... He's really nice. Oh, he was so nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah he was actually the first big name comedian that we had on. It was. Really I was exciting. on. Well, yes. You, right. were, See, you came afterwards. You were after so. him. Oh, yes. See. I was the yes. second. Rising up the star chart. Because then you would have been number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't hear my thing introing the show. I, know, I don't think we got one. We need me. to get one. I'm not doing that. Okay. okay. <laughs> See, now now you're too big. Now you won't That's get That's right. Anymore. Exactly. Post Charlie Sheen roast. Uh, we can't even fucking touch you. I am a star. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Your name is popping up more and more. Like, I'll see it when I'm searching, you know, for all different kinds of, like, comedy and anything else. Yeah. You're out there. You can't avoid me. I can't avoid you. Don't try it. I'm like an ex. (laughs) (laughs) And your nakedness, too. I saw that picture you did for Cosmo. That's awesome. Thank you. I've got another naked picture coming out. Awesome. uh, British GQ next month. Wow. Yeah. All right. Check it out. Are you showing more skin than you were? I, I don't know. I'll show you the picture on my okay. phone. Um, kind of. Let's see. No, because that's ballsy. I mean, I guess you know you have to be, you know, have guts to get in front of people and do stand up comedy anyway. Yeah. But I mean, like, you're just taking it to a whole other level. I just like have never minded that. Like nudity, I just I feel I'm, I'm not like a hippie about it. Mm-hmm. But we were like just comfortable being kind of naked growing up. So I never. I'll like forget. I'm like the girl in Seinfeld who did too much naked, like open. I wasn't she like open a pickle <laughs> yeah, jar? She was or like something? yeah, grunting yeah. Like, as she was trying to open the jar. Here's the picture. Oh my so god! It's kind, of, it's kind of more than Cosmo, but it's kind that of the same. That is awesome. It's funny, right? This that is, is awesome. Two page fold out, guys. Look out! Wow! It's British GQ. That like, is favorite fantastic. <laughs> it's their favorite comedians. Uh, it's like big names. I I couldn't believe. Chris Rock and Seinfeld and uh, Steve Martin and me and the other girl is Olivia Wilde. Hmm. I Olivia found that Wilde. out after I agreed to do the. I was like, <laughs> um, can we please not be on the same page? <laughs> please, you guys. Please. That's so cool, though, that you were picked for to be in there. Oh like, my god! Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was blown away. Really excited. Well, last time we met you, you know, things were already starting to take off for you. So. Do you think that maybe so? Yeah, we met you before the last roast. time okay. we Can saw we talk you. About it was... it? Can we talk about it? You guys 
basically made me. I, I think <laughs> it's, it's safe to say that I was I was nothing. I was nobody going nowhere mm-hmm. fast. Right. I met you guys and everything changed for me. Oh, it's, our, it's our golden touch that we have here in this studio. <laughs> so thank you so much. <laughs> no way. Were you, you were just a nobody. I was going to say this for the end, but I bought each of you a car. And it is outside. And it runs on laughter. So, you know, enjoy. Perfect. Oh, we love you. <laughs> so, last in the last year since I've seen you, you um, you've been think... writing. You've written for Cosmo. I wrote for Cosmo a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's it. No, um, yeah, I, a bunch of stuff. Like I've gotten some. Uh, oh, this, have you ever seen the show Delocated on Adult Swim? We, we were, were actually just, just watching, watching it. Oh, yeah, really? that was part of what we had up uh, right there. Okay, well, yeah, I'm a regular on that this season, and that I just that was my favorite show. Like before I even auditioned, I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was a little. It's, I, I want to watch some more episodes. You gotta watch I was confused. more. Yeah, yeah. you're like, why is there? Why is this guy wearing a ski mask? <laughs> it's not something you necessarily have to watch from the beginning. Begin, but I feel like it's kind of like Arrested Development in that mm. way. It's hard to just kind of grab an episode here and there. Yeah, to just, that. yeah. But if you watch them all, you're like, this is the best ever. That's <laughs> that's how I feel. Uh, Arrested Development, I think, was probably my favorite comedy, uh, and then Delocated. Me I too. just think it's yeah. If you like Arrested, you should. Give Delocated a shot. Are you stoked about Arrested Development coming back? Yes. I too. It's, it's So Netflix is like, it, they're producing it, or what? Yeah, I guess they're doing like ten, nine episodes, nine or ten episodes leading up to a, then a movie. A movie. Yeah. I am out. on board. I, I think like oh. each episode's going to focus on one character or something like that. Uh, tell each story and then, yeah, go into the movie. That's amazing. That is that a show, show that I, yeah, I never get tired of it. That show, like, it, it was sort of like Seinfeld for me in that, I had a different favorite character every week. I'd be like, mm. oh, Buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I'm all Buster this week. And then I'd be like, oh, Lucille too. <laughs> Lucille too. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lucille too is awesome. Lucille. <laughs> case of the dishes. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, to make Vertigo that funny. I know. My, yeah, friend, seriously. my friend has Vertigo. It's and I'm just so like, sad. oh, do you have the dishes? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Vertigo. My, my, um, my best friend who's coming to open for me at Helium this, uh, tonight and tomorrow, she uh, she's, was just on a, working on a cruise ship for a while, you mm-hmm. know, doing stand-up on the cruise. And she has vertigo right now, and I just—I should be sympathizing, but I just laugh every time, <laughs> and I think of Lucille too. I know because it really is a real thing, but it just—but yeah. yeah, because of Arrested Development, I can never take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, so that that show, um, but yeah, Delocated, it's just so ridiculous. That awesome. is, How did you get involved with that? I auditioned. Yeah. I, I was such a fan, and um, and it's been cool. Like this year, I've auditioned for things, and the people don't know that I'm a comedian or anything I, if anything I think that m- would maybe hurt me but then I you know get, got cast and mm. uh, and then they found out after that I was a stand up and then I just filmed a pilot for Comedy Central and the whole crew from Delocated and the director worked on my pilot so I obviously had a good experience wow that's yeah. awesome that was really cool yeah John Lee directed it and uh, all the guys who made Wonder Shows in which is, was my other favorite show mm. uh, back in the day but uh, yeah that's cool, and you've been doing that, and I was looking, you have a couple movies in the works, too. Yeah, I just saw a preview for this movie I shot this past summer called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. <gasps> I was looking at that one, yeah. It looks so good. I, You know, I, I've i been in a, just a couple movies, but you kind of don't know until you see it, how mm. they're going to piece it together. And, yeah. But, uh, wow, it looks like it's, when I read the script for that movie, um, I read it on a plane, and I was, like, totally crying at the end. I was like, man, this movie's so special. And uh, so I just have a I have a couple scenes in it, but I love the character I got to play. And I'm I got to all my my scenes were with Rob Corddry, Pat Oswalt, Steve Carell, nice Connie Britton. Yeah, it was it was surreal. Yeah, I was going to ask That's you about awesome. working with Connie Britton because I'm a huge American Horror Story fan. Oh, me too. Isn't that that, that show is ridiculous? Show, I cannot get enough of that show. Oh, me neither. I don't know why though. Like people are like, is it? I'm like, I don't know why, but it doesn't I make any stop sense. watching yeah. it. It doesn't make sense. Like they don't really follow through with plots. I no. don't care. And, and I don't. Apparently, care. eighteen thousand people died in that house at one point <laughs> or another. It's but, just like ludicrous. Nothing matches up. If, yeah. But I like I don't remember things anyway. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, maybe they explained it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, all right, well, this image is scary. I, I can take that. I just love it. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. And she was really cool. She was kind of like, it felt like at first. You know, we're, we were in the makeup chairs next to each other, and she's just kind of like looking at me out of the corner of her eye, kind of sizing me up. She didn't know who I was, you know, and uh, and I was just, and I know, you know, I've I've stalked her online as I do to actresses when I love them. Uh, <laughs> 
so I knew like everything about her. It's so creepy to like drop random facts, you know, about that person. I'm like, so you studied Japanese, and she's like, ew, like stop, <laughs> stop looking at, at me on Wikipedia. But um, but by the end of I think the second day, we were like, we really got along, and she was like. You're funny. Like, you know, she was just... <laughs> just as a matter of fact. Yeah, but she was just, like, kind of the cool older girl that... Uh, that's how I felt. Like, she was, like, you know, on, on the varsity team. And oh, I was yeah. just like, oh, I hope she likes me. <laughs> uh, but everybody was awesome. Steve Carell was... I was oh. Is this the first time you worked with him? Yes. He was, like, just who you want him to be. Dream, dream guy. Loved him. And he was so nice. He took the time to pull me aside and be like, you really did something with... With your character, and it was wow. how incredible that is, is that? Cool. It was surreal. I was walking to my rental car. I was the only person who didn't live in LA, I mm-hmm. think, in the movie, and um, and I got to be there. One of my last scene was the last scene of the movie, and uh, I mean that they shot anyway. Mm. And they were like, "That's a wrap," you know, "It's a wrap on Steve and um, and everybody." And the director was like, kind of emotional. Lorene Scafaria, who's amazing, uh, and uh, then. I was walking my rental car, and he's very, you know, like, when you get that famous, you have to be kind of withholding a little bit. Oh, but yeah. He, but you would interact and laugh, and he would always help uh, the girls out of the van, like, as we were moving from location to location. And he just walked over and was like, he's like, Amy? And I was just like, he knows my name. Like, I was looking around, like, I bet there's a PA that he needs something from. Yeah. But it was three in the morning, it was just me, and he just was so nice, and... uh yeah, just paid me that compliment. That's cool. That sounds wow. like a dream scenario. It it's like, please dr- don't be an asshole. Please I, don't be an asshole. And I was just like, um, is this real? Like, is are you a mirage right now? Because he, um, and I kept, you know, I, I'm, I was like so apologetic. Like, I just wanted to keep giving him an out in case it was time for our conversation to be over. <laughs> but he was keeping it going. Just he just wanted to encourage me, uh, which I think is really cool. And I, um. Sorry, I don't mean to be like uh, dropping credits, but I just did Conan a couple months ago, and Conan did the same thing. He came back, and just and it was because he wanted to encourage me, just like keep doing it. That you know? is so cool. It was really cool. So I'm trying to do that now. Yeah, with, drop with whatever well, you want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, so that's, I'm trying to do it now. Well, so. and that's good to hear. You know, guys of their level. I mean, you know, yeah, so big and famous, they don't have to talk to anybody they don't want to. Yeah, you and know? so many interactions end like so shitty, where mm. the yeah. person you're trying to be nice to just says something dumb, and so they're taking a risk. But that, yeah, it just it really meant a lot. So now. If I see somebody, I think they're funny or I like their writing, like I'll really take, you know, time cool. just to be like, keep keep doing it. That's <laughs> even, cool. Even just at this level. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, how do you see your career right now? Because it seems like you're getting so many more acting gigs and, and stuff like that. Do you yeah. still want to balance the two or do you want to transition into? No, I think if I was going to stop stand up, I would have stopped it already. Because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I am making enough from acting and, and creating shows that I yeah, like, I, I'm not making that much money at Helium. <laughs> I just love it, and I want to keep getting better. I I sort of feel like I uh, I have a job to do with stand-up, and mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing it and, and working hard. Because I know I love it, and I know I really want to get better, because it's not fun being on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not fun. Um, but it's cool. I love Portland. I love um, Madison, Wisconsin. Like, these random sort of places that I found that I really like. Mm. Uh, so it's way less painful, but, you know, I'll be in some ridiculous place <laughs> in Ohio nowhere. next week and be like, oh, I gotta go to dental school. <laughs> Is there a big difference in the audiences, like, everywhere that you go? Not anymore. No. I used to think that, uh, but now I'll feel a slight difference. If I, like, I just, I worked in New Year's in Atlanta and the crowd, when I would do some religion stuff, you feel them tighten up a little bit because most of them are going to church the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they know enough about me and my stand-up uh, to know that I'm joking and uh, I don't have any I don't have any negative feelings toward Jesus at all. <laughs> right. He seemed awesome. You know? <laughs> he did some good uh, stuff. Oh my God. He was like so nice. Uh, but but the yeah the south a little bit mm. yeah but but not that much if it's funny people will laugh if yeah. you're owning it they'll laugh but I used to be like wow I'm in North Carolina I might as well just uh, not go on stage mm. but so being yeah. a comedian too is it like a thing of the, like are holidays a thing of the past to you because it seems like you're working like it's true every holiday yeah. I thought about that today I was like somebody like wrote Happy Valentine's Day to me and I was like oh I'll ignore this like it I ignore Christmas and New Year's and yeah. everything else yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Even the Super Bowl. Somebody. I'm 
friends with this football player and he was like where are you gonna watch the game and i was like what game like i really <laughs> was like oh right yeah um nowhere yeah <laughs> i will not be watching that game uh yeah so yeah i ignore holidays and stand-up is great to get you out of out of things mm-hmm. i've i a ton of weddings i'm like i can't i have oh. to do this thing and it's like no money and i don't have to do it but I'm just, <laughs> yeah Book me something now yeah. yeah well i mean i'm sure you guys feel this way too just it gets harder and harder to sort of interact with people who don't kind of do what you do and don't speak your language it's 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 labored. It's well, the busier that we get, like the more we're putting into our product, like the the less time I have. Like, yeah. I'm, like finding, and it does start to affect things a little bit. And it, if you're at a bar and somebody like somebody somebody be like talking to me, and I'm just like, what, what? Like I don't yeah. know how to interact anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. well. It's because they see you on stage and think, oh, you're that person all the time. Yeah, you're 100 like, percent on constantly. And no, like, I'm like no. barely on on stage. <laughs> I'm just like, where are you from? <laughs> have you ever done a show on Valentine's Day before? Always. Oh, has has yeah. anyone ever proposed in your audience when you were there? Oh, gosh, I I, I want to say like either yes or no. Like I should remember, <laughs> but I don't remember. It's very possible, um, but I don't remember. It obviously didn't mean much to me if it happened. <laughs> significant. Yeah, it's possible. but they'll remember you forever. Yeah, maybe in Indiana. I think one year a guy might have proposed, and I think I, I think I was too young, like. To know to just like let him have his moment. I think I kind of trashed him after he just proposed. <laughs> if, if, well, if he's having a moment kind of during you your moment, yeah. that's not his moment. I'm like, we're at Chuckles, and <laughs> this is what you want to remember. I'm about to tell jokes about my vagina. Like this is <laughs> this is your memory. <laughs> well, so your best friend's gonna be um, doing the show with you tonight, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, she's. Uh, I either awesome. go out with. Um, I take Jackie Monahan or Mark Normand, mm-hmm. who's really funny. I know he's performed in Portland before. So if it's the West Coast now, I bring Jackie or East Coast Mark. So uh, yeah, but it's it's nice to have yeah. your friend with you. It makes it a uh, it makes it a little less painful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just being like alone in a hotel. That's true. Like being traveling by yourself all the time, or get to be with your best friend. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you have a lot more traveling to do like constantly? Or are you doing as much as you used to? Or? I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, film an hour for Comedy Central in June, so I'm nice. I'm here, and then I go to Seattle, L.A., San Jose, Washington D.C., Baltimore, Miami, Vegas, uh, Michigan, Milwaukee. My yeah, God, so that's a lot of traveling. That? That's yeah, all that's before mid March. By the wow. way, wow, oh my God, yeah, that's all. Uh, yeah, I just like picture my calendar and think about the flights, and uh, yeah, so that's why things like. If you can just make it a little nicer for yourself, have your friend there, stay mm-hmm. somewhere nice. Yeah. It's just it makes it easier, you know. But yeah. if you're if, and luckily I'm, I'm a, you know a little further along than I was, so it's like the hotels and like stuff like that. Yeah, just because you need it. Because I'm like I'll I will stop doing this if I have to mm-hmm. <laughs> if I have to rough it too much. Well, yeah, and if you if you're up there expressing yourself every night, you need. A- place to fucking relax and you be by yourself. Yeah. And yeah. feel good and not like you're catching something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, worried about the sheets. Yeah. Right. Well, totally. I know that this has been talked about to death, but let me just tell you that Greg and I both, Greg, Sarah, I know. both <laughs> Greg, Greg Proops, <laughs> Sarah, question mark? <laughs> I was so impressed with you on the Charlie Sheen roast and hey. God yeah. damn it, you were fucking funny and spot <laughs> on and exactly how you should have been. Thank and you. So yeah. all of the, I'm so, and I, I saw that you issued a statement after you're like it's a roast and i was so just that's glad like, i'm yes. not apologizing thank you oh, that's yeah. really nice yeah i just i meant no harm and i just uh it I was just, well no it, it was, was a great joke it was a perfect yeah joke thank for you. a roast you thanks know? i just i wanted to do a good job and i i found out two weeks before that i was doing it and i worked my ass off getting ready and then uh yeah and I, i'm i'm happy with what i did uh but it was i was alone on the road for a couple weeks after it oh ended, were you just was, like oh. It was rough. It was yeah. not fun. It wasn't a good time at all. It wasn't like it's, it, it wasn't celebrating. I was just like scared somebody was going to hurt me. Well, yeah, yeah, I was reading about people like t- I got death horrible. threats, and Fuck. it was it was just, brutal. It was it was not cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't. If you're not familiar with watching roasts or like comedy and whatnot, like yeah, maybe you shouldn't happen. be get worked that worked up, particularly if you don't know the rules on how these things kind of happen. Yeah. yeah, it's just I've I don't heard know. some. I've heard ter- people say terrible things at those things. That's that's but that's kind of the that's point. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think what happened was a lot of Jackass fans who had never seen a roast tuned in, and then Comedy Central cut to Steve O looking really pissed. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you're just like a very sweet looking girl too, and they're like, "Look at that mean girl." Yeah, that, yeah. I yeah. think they love burning, burning women at the stake. Oh yeah, like, yeah. just they were like, if a guy had said it, it would not have been an issue. So that's why I never like was like, "Oh my god, am I a bad person?" For no, it was. You know, and, the joke and, wasn't about uh, about Ryan Dunn. It was about Steve-O. Yeah. yeah. And then what was annoying, uh, and then, you know, Patrice just passed away. Mm. Yeah. And he was my friend. Oh, uh, He was my good friend, and I loved him. But I told jokes about him on the roast like everybody else, and people, after he passed away, were like, are you happy now? And I was just, that was a little bit like, and I know not to put any stake in it, but but still, it's just like, oh, people really don't understand. Mm. Uh, that that they're jokes and comedians go after each other the hardest. So that must be the hardest too about you know like furthering your career and get, being more well known and then with more people like looking at you and yeah. like and yeah. cast judgment. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, the price that you pay. Yeah, it's like uh, not even just getting recognized. The amount I do now, and it's not very much, but I don't even like that. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of a weird dynamic because I want to you know become a great stand up. And uh, and do a lot of work that I'm proud of, but I I don't like um, I, I don't like being at a party and knowing that people's energy is kind of directed toward me. Yeah, it, it still feels very weird. And I know I have been at parties when there's somebody like, and it used to just be like, oh, that girl does talking head stuff on VH1, and mm. that was you yeah. know that was like it was like you kind of had one eye on that. Mm. Um, now I'd be like, how did she get in here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no but it's just—it's a weird energy, and uh, and I don't—it's uh, a small price to pay, I guess. But it's yeah. just—I don't—I don't really enjoy that. I like anonymity. I so it's especially going and doing like I—I'm I, a runner, and mm. uh, my uh, my hip's been bugging me, so I went and got a cortisone shot yesterday. <laughs> and all the nurses and doctors, like I—I I heard them watching my videos while I was there. <laughs> Oh, oh that's God. weird. This is so awkward. Uh, especially, yeah. especially yeah, while you're in a doctor's office getting a shot. Like that's, and that's not happened someplace. before. That happened at a dentist appointment in Chicago. It's just, it's weird. That just seems yeah. that that seems inappropriate. It is. It is. Yeah. People have no boundaries. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that nobody know. cares about. You yeah, could, I guess that's the double-edged sword of, you know, the bigger you get, the more of that. I guess probably. But still, that doesn't along seem. With it. That's, that still doesn't seem right. Wrong. No, yeah. I mean, it is. It's just very weird. Yeah. Like, people, things that are clearly inappropriate to us, like people don't see mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be weird too for people to look at you kind of as if you're like a thing and not a human anymore. That's yeah. like thing. just like they talk at you and not to you, maybe. Totally. Yeah. And, and that's that's what's been weird with with shows. Um, my my shows are better attended, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not necessarily the people that i would want there mm-hmm. uh it's kind of weird like i i've tried to only do things that i'm excited about mm-hmm. uh i've like said no to some things that would be a great opportunity for exposure but i just that's not the version of myself i want out there no matter how many people see it so uh when when that sort of person comes to a show there's some people that i can i see in their eyes they're not listening to my jokes they just saw me on this you know very watched thing and Mm -hmm. so they just want to see someone that's been on tv yeah Yeah. and it's not about like having fun listening to jokes and and that's that's weird that doesn't feel Mm. good it's odd so somebody brings up your name they'll be like yeah i saw her once in person like she was a lot shorter than what i thought she'd be yeah something like that just they have some kind of anecdote about you that they have some some sort of ownership over Mm. you yeah absolutely yeah my mom said that uh she she's a speech and hearing therapist for the the deaf and she was working and some guy, a new teacher at the school, was like, "Oh, I, I, I wanted." He didn't know that that I was her daughter, mm. and he was like, "I, I, uh, I used to want to be a stand-up comedian." Um, and uh, my mom, you know, being like stage mother, was like, "Did you see the roast?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, actually, one time I did a show, and uh, Amy Schumer was on the show right after me, and I was like standing like ten feet away from her." <laughs> oh, wow! And it was like she was like, "Oh my god!" It was just. The, That's like weird. A weird yeah. thing. Um, so I don't know, it, but yeah. I, you don't know how you're going to react to. I think some people really feed off it. Some people I'm close to feed off getting recognized, and yeah. they kind of hold their head up and want that. And I am like <laughs> hoodie. Like I just, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. 
<laughs> well, I was reading in one of your other interviews. This has nothing to do with absolutely anything. Sure. But I have, but I, I am the same way, so I wanted to know about this. Yeah. So I was reading that you were kind of superstitious about things. I am. I am too. I have. I wanted to oh. see if any of our phobias match up. Okay. Um, my phobias are always changing. Okay. I, I have like different uh, sort of like rituals almost. Now, whenever I get on an airplane, I touch the outside of it. You know, when you're boarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I do that. Do you have any OCD? Do you worry about your stove? Uh, no, because it, it's actually usually on. Okay. <laughs> I know. I've, I've taken to un- I unplug my stove when I leave oh, my house now no, I'm, I'm so not, afraid. I'm not that that much. My sister's super-duper OCD. I am, um, yeah, like my, I'm, I live in a really small apartment in New York, so mm-hmm. sometimes when I walk by the stove, I'll, with my hip, turn it on, and so my stove, <laughs> I have to check it, because like, why am I getting so woozy? <laughs> yeah, it's legitimately on. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I knock on... Knock on wood. I, whenever I say anything that could be like, yeah, like taken as like bragging or something else, I always have to knock. Or whenever I see a clock, my sister has the same. Yeah, this thing. this one is weird. It's the oh, weird thing. Okay. So like, uh, whenever I see a clock and all of the numbers are the same, like if it's like four forty four yeah. or eleven, I have to kiss the clock. I don't know why, because it's like some. Because I know people who do that when they're driving through like a yellow light. Oh like yeah. They kiss really? the dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I have a that clock too. Thing. You have a clock thing. I uh, I was God, just I hoping I that I wouldn't be that. the. I was hoping no, I wouldn't be but the I, one. I uh, <laughs> if I see that uh, it's all the same number, I'll like do something. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll just like acknowledge it or make a wish, kind of like I'll <gasps> wish yeah. for everybody I love be to be careful safe with that something. though. It it started as a wish, and then I and then transitioned yeah. into making out with the clock. Yeah, when it turns really, three thirty three. Really, I do though. I have really? crazy. <laughs> I, I yeah, my OCDs are bad. Bless, Bless you. you, but not as bad as my my sister. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. All right, wow. well, I, yeah, well, we're going to go see a. I'm going to spend the. My date tonight's going to be basketball. Yeah, that is, that is mine as well. Yes. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Who are they I'm, playing? Uh, Washington Wizards. Oh, good. What yeah. an embarrassing mascot. Yeah, I know. It really what an embarrassing is. Embarrassing name, the Washington well, they, Wizards. Well, they used to be the Bullets. <laughs> I mean, that's at least. In, <laughs> More legit. I mean, that's, well, I mean, it's for Washington, you know. I mean, it does kind of make sense. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, God. That's true. Going from bullets. I think that's why they changed it. Because once they took over the murder capital or whatever, they're like, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure This it mascot's is. not so great. But. It's just like, how do you. Like being, you can't be intimidating as a wizard. No, like no. what? I'm no. gonna cast a, we're gonna cast spells all over you. Like, <laughs> oh Seen Harry Potter on their logo or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, that is such a bummer. Yeah, I'm just thinking with with it being Valentine's Day, how many people are gonna propose on the on the jumbotron? Oh my god! During oh, the game, I, I don't know. I've, I've never bet for today. I've seen it happen once at the Rose Garden, and I had a friend that actually did it there, which Ugh. isn't. I always just I hope she. I hope they say no. <laughs> I, know, I always yeah, freeze in I know. fear because I'm like they're happen. gonna say no. Fuck, they're gonna say no. And yeah. we all have to witness no. it. It's like watching ice skating. It's like, drop her. <laughs> Just do it. Drop her. Uh, all right, so what time awesome. is your show tonight and tomorrow? I don't know. Eight, eight, o'clock. eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock Come tonight. To the show, you guys. Don't be an asshole. Come to the show. You'll have a great time. Seriously. Do it. I mean, why like go and fight and go to some shitty restaurant here in town when you could go and genuinely be entertained? Yeah, yep. you don't want to hear about your how your boyfriend's day of work was. No. no. Don't talk to each other. Just come and listen to me. Don't be Seriously, a cliche. it's perfect. Neither of you have to talk. You don't have to talk. You'll get kind of drunk. Mm-hmm. I talk about sex a lot. You can go home and have sex. And trust me, like I'm not threatening to girls. So <laughs> <laughs> she really isn't, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like some some female comedians that we have on, sometimes I'm like, oh, but yeah. Amy is legitimately a really really cool fucking. Thank lady. you. No, yes. Thank you for coming on again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, tickets eight o'clock tonight and tomorrow night. Go to heliumcomedy.com, Ninth and Hawthorne. Go see Amy. Amy, thank you so much for coming back on Thanks again. Thanks for having me. And guys. congratulations on all your success. Yeah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, that was Amy Schumer. She's so great. She is seriously <laughs> such a nice person in real life. I mean, granted, you know, she's been so so successful here I know, for the I last couple of like, years. I do feel really lucky that we have had the chance to meet her and have some drinks with her. She's like, she's a, a lot of fun, she, a really nice person. She is, yeah, genuinely just a wonderful person. So Amy Schumer right here on Fun Employment Radio. Continuing on with this day's best of, we have another thing. This is bouncing about a thousand episodes forward into the future, uh, almost exactly, actually, yeah. to episode 1402. Now, this is more of a recent one, but 
but we had a bunch of people suggest this because they said that they thought it was really hilarious. So, and this is from this past summer, <laughs> August of 2015, yeah. I believe, when Sarah and I. This is right before we were about ready to officiate the wedding of two of our fine listeners and friends, Kenda and Doug. So they got married over this last summer, and Sarah and I kind of uh, pontificated about how we were going to conduct this wedding. We didn't really know what we were doing. No, we didn't. So we were. It was terrifying. To, we, were, we were workshopping some ideas. Yes, and so that is what this. Ep- uh, <laughs> <laughs> this segment is this is from the the wedding weekend yes I guess episode 1402 episode 1402 right here on fun employment radio's best of I did need a little bit of fuel because because of something very important that is going to be happening so this is something that Sarah and I are going to be participating in this weekend we're not going to say their names because you know we, we need to get clearance for that and it I don't really want to ruin their day but we can talk about it okay and it is this Wait, why would it ruin their day if we mentioned that we were going there I mean we're not going to say it but well no I don't think it's well because it's not it, it's an important event it's okay. it's okay we don't need to say their names okay um, and if, if they write if they tell us to then we will do that later um, but two of the fine listeners of Fun Employment Radio, who have we, we have known for a long time, friends, mm-hmm. have asked Sarah and I to officiate their wedding, which is this weekend. Now, we didn't just find out today or anything. We've known about this for a long time, but we're announcing it now. We're, we, together, Sarah and I, are officiating a wedding this oh weekend. Oh, my God. And not like a tiny wedding. You make it wedding. sound real when you're talking about it. It's not a small wedding. Yeah, no. it's not a small wedding. No. No, there's there's like a lot of people there. There's like family and like people Big are coming family, in from out of town. Lots of friends. And the wedding is out of town. Mm-hmm. And Sarah and I are going to be running the like whole show. it's like 150 show. people and people Something are, like that. Oh, my God. <sighs> I am so nervous. But, I mean, I'm so excited because this couple is a magical couple. and They are. It is the most... It is the most flattering thing to be asked Absolutely. to officiate somebody's wedding ceremony. It's flattering like, and extremely intimidating at the same time because so this is like their big day. Their family, all of these other people are going to be there and um and we're going to be we're going to be running the show. Uh, it's being asked in the live chat. Dwarf is asking uh, ordained. Yes indeed, I yes, am ordained. Indeed. As am I. The Universal Life Church or Church of Life or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. One anyway, of those life I'm ordained. In universal things. Yep. Yep. I am ordained. And when we uh <laughs> so so we're going to be up there we're going to be running the show you and i on stage in front of everyone oh my God. in front of all the family who come and in from out of town not to fuck up and they're probably including the relatives okay, now, my they God. may not know who we are and this is their moment that they've been planning for over a year and we're going to be up there and we cannot mess this up sarah i know we cannot because mess the this first up. thing that's going to go through each and every one of their minds is going to be who the fuck are those two? <laughs> yes, probably. Yes. They'll be like, why? Okay, why are there two of them up there? And why are they? What, what is the deal with them marrying them? Okay, uh, it's being noted here in the live chat. Uh, it's being asked, will we ad lib this or will we rehearse this? Um, I kind of want to go off the cuff. So here's how I kind of had a plan. And I wanted to bring you the plan of how maybe we should do this since we're two efficients. I thought of we this figured wedding. out how to do this. Wait, we're changing the plan? Well, I would, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking. You know, really, I feel like I can handle this because the, the important thing is this. Look, you're going to a wedding and you know what's going to happen. It's going to be the bride and the groom. They're getting married. And that's like the usual thing. What you don't always what's what's one of the main complaints people get? They get like, oh, man, the guy who was officiating. Boy, that was boring. Oh, he was God, really Greg, boring. This is not your platform. Like, and he was like and or they'll be like, oh, my gosh, he flubbed his lines. And he wasn't. He, it was like, wow, he he was just so dull. Wouldn't it have been nice if there was someone cool officiating that no, would be memorable. Nobody's there to watch the cool officiating guy. No, because they never get one. And that's why I think this is the opportunity that's been presented to us to like jazz it up a little bit. Make this thing something memorable. Make it so like years from now they'll be like, you know, I went to this one wedding and I've seen a lot of weddings and usually the officiant is like snooze alert. But boy, I saw this one. This wedding was amazing. The guy was up there. He had a song in the middle of it. He had funny stories. You're not singing a he song, quipped. Greg. He walked to the audience. He you're walked not, out with the microphone into the audience. Wherever we're supposed to be standing. And then and and I think this is like the thing where they're going to be like this. It was a magical day. 
It was just a magical day. And this is what I think I can help out with. Now, with my experience and being in bands and, you know, with courage and stuff like that, you know, crowd work is really good. What and were I think, they thinking? What were they thinking asking us? I'm, I'm going to make sure I have a cordless mic because here's what I want to do. You want to be loose and fancy free. You want to make sure you're not committed to a certain space. Damn Greg right. keep snapping. You're going to confuse yourself when you're editing, by the way, because you keep like jazz hands snapping. Oh, yeah, probably. And would. you're going to keep thinking that there are like a billion That's edits. my jazz snaps. Greg's like so, wiggling back and forth like someone going, hey, but he's like with snappy fingers, too. Yeah, no. So So much. here's how it's going to go. So we're both up there because you got to be up there, too, because I also do it, too. So you're going to kind of uh, stand there. And you just kind of stand off to the side and probably, probably best if you don't say too much, but you can be a little bit of a hype person if you want to be. So here's... I'm the best comment in the chat I just saw from John and Boring. He said, Greg's going to fuck up something during the wedding. Snap his fingers into the mic and then start over. (laughs) (laughs) Just so so for anybody who doesn't know, if you're not a live listener, when I snap into the microphone, usually that's when I'm trying to make an edit. It's like a cut because uh, something's gone wrong. And so I snap that. So then when I edit, I know afterwards to fix it. It does a spike in the um, the the audio. Yeah, Yeah, so that way you can go back to Yeah, so visually I can just look and go like, bam, there's the cut. Yeah, Yeah, I probably will do that in the middle of the wedding. (laughs) I'd like to welcome now to the stage. Uh, If here we've got uh, Daryl and Carla. Oh, snap. Uh, Uh, I'm sorry, Darla, Darla. It was Darla, not Carla. Oh, God. So anyway, here's my idea. And I want to pitch you this idea here of how this is going to work. So we're going to be up there. Here's you're gonna stand up at the front of the wedding when they like they have everybody come. These in. are two again like so, these are two wonderful people that we've known for years. Yeah, they're I mean, fantastic, and they, and they bonded over their love of the show, which is why they asked us to yeah to do this. Which is why I think so they I want me to take charge. They would not in this. want you to take charge. So, I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, well, they know you, and they know how ridiculous you are. I don't know. What's okay. your idea? What's your okay. idea? Okay, so. You know, when they when they have that procession where people walk into the wedding. So you're already going to be up there at the front. And you're waiting. You know, they have the, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and all the, you know, the, the lower people on the totem pole. They're all coming in. And then, you know. It's a big wedding party, too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, boy. She, yeah, she told me it's like, I think like seven Okay, I have to talk to them. Groomsmen. I've got some side ideas about how they can coordinate to make this better, but I'll talk to them separately. Good. About are that. you going to pitch so, them the name tag idea? Well, there's name tags, but then also I think they can try to help me out and do a little bit of a background thing. But anyway, so you'll be up there, and I'm not going to come in yet. So everybody's going to come in. Standing up there by myself, you're going to have to stand by yourself for just a few minutes. Okay, and then they'll they'll bring everybody in, you know, and then the bride will come in. They're all standing at the front, and then you're going to be like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wedding. Coming to the stage now, your officiant for this magical affair. We're both the officiants. You're not just going to get sole officiantado. Okay, well, your main officiant. Oh my god! You know, because you're kind of you're like a you're hyping it up. Dorf is uh, telling you you should probably befriend the janitor while you're there. They always have the inside scoop. Oh, that's a good idea. No, I mean, so you're maybe he can dim the lights for you as you (laughs) make your entrance. Yes, that is a great idea. We should dim the lights when I come in because we want to make this thing like a show for people that they're going to remember. And so you're going to. I'm sure the bride and groom are going to be so grateful for all of this. So you're you're going to, but this is your special moment right now. This is your big big time to shine. It's when you're hyping me coming in. So I'm not your hype crowd, man, Greg. You got to get the crowd worked up. Like maybe run back and forth. In I'm front not of running the groups. This is not. Like, it's not. Are happening. you ready over here? And then you'll run over to the other side. Are you ready over here? I can't hear you. Stage left. You know. And then you'll yell at each each side to get them all worked up. And then you'll be like, "Coming to the stage, no!" And then be, here's your, who's here for the bride. <laughs> yeah. How about let's hear it for the groom? Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You, you can do that. You do a little bit of that. I mean, they're already going to get their moment. So let's just make it more about me. So then you'll, you'll like cheer it up, hype it up, and then you'll introduce me coming in. I'll come down the stage and let's see. I don't know what music I'll. <gasps> oh my God. Nipples is a genius. Oh my God. This could be their plan, Greg. What? Uh, so Nipples in the chat said maybe these two had the plan all along. Greg taking liberties with his role and embarrassing himself, but entertaining the shit out of the crowd. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. See, and then I'll come in. And like uh, I'll be there, you know, like like walking down the aisle. I'm gonna pull up some some music. We're gonna come back to that. My walk down the aisle because I've got a couple ideas. Okay, for are what you, I, can... I, I figure like you're gonna do like a snapping thing as you walk down the aisle, and like little finger pointers, like woo. Then maybe some white boy lobster claws happening. Uh, I was thinking more of like a rock and roll style entrance. Um, that was that was kind of my idea. Were you thinking maybe some like pyrotechnics? 
Well, I would like some pyrotechnics. I mean, if it depends on the the location, the whether venue or not, and how much like how flammable it is. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of liability issues there. Got in trouble for things, but I'm sure we can at least have smoke bombs going off. Okay. Because I mean, they're not gonna. They just. I'm sure with all the like the year of planning that they've been doing, they were totally not mind a last minute smoke bomb. What we used to do with courage for uh, uh, poor man smoke bombs, courage my band. We would take two by fours and we would light off a bunch of smoke bombs, but then put a bucket over them so it contained all the smoke. And then when we'd come on stage, we'd kick the buckets off so then all the smoke comes out. We did that on stage a few That's times. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> You're not doing that at the wedding. We weren't asked back to play at the Arneda in Vancouver. Washington. Uh, so that, that's, that's one idea we could, do, we could use with that. So I'm making my big entrance. You know, I'm coming in there, and let me see. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up, like, the entrance song, and I apologize. I know everyone's really hotly everyone's anticipating Everyone's waiting this. with bated breath about your entrance to I, a wedding that you were invited to. I know. I know. Well, not just invited to, Sarah. Invited to run, um, you know, to basically handle the whole, the whole thing. Mm. Uh, sorry, my uh, my computer, of course, is running slow. This is this won't happen during the wedding, though. Yes, we'll because everything this, runs so flawlessly in your life, Greg, we'll at all, all the, times. Except we'll for we'll have all just the tech details worked out, and you'll well see. This is the problem, though. If you this can does, borrow, I have like a mini boombox that you could play like a cassette oh, tape from. Okay, but if this does happen, this is going to be your job to try to keep the crowd, go, you know, into it. Like, say there's tech issues. How hey, are so you going to handle it? Uh, so, well, who who's from around here, huh? Yeah, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah, this uh, they couldn't be a better couple, better match. It's a real good day. Uh, Ari, where where are you from down there? Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, that's so nice. Is it nice in Minnesota? Yes, it's really nice. All right, that's that's nice. Oh, okay. Oh, it looks like we have somebody coming to the stage right now. Still working on the tech issues. Oh, Jesus. Um. All right. So, uh, Portland, man, it's been it's been real hot this summer. Is anyone else uh, from someplace hot? I'm from someplace hot. Where are you from? I'm from Arizona. Oh my gosh, it's always hot there, but we're just not used to it here. It's more of a dry heat in Arizona, though, so it feels like a little less warm. Thank God. All right. Hey, hype me up! Hype me up! Ladies and gentlemen. I would now like you to put your hands together as we welcome to the stage, Mr. Greg Nibla. See, and then I'm going to be running around, like running around the, the whole audience. I'll run around the side. Oh you got to turn that down, Greg. You're well, it's gotta, it's going to be really loud. It, it's got to be really loud. I'm going to be running up and down the aisles giving high fives, kissing Everyone's babies. Everyone's going to be like looking around confused and clapping. Again, I'll probably kiss someone in the audience. Again, I picture you always like President Camacho from Idiocracy, like his entrance theme. Uh-huh. That's you. Like, you're him. He's you. Okay, that's enough mute. Why are you... Wait, here's the, here's the kick. This is when I jump up on stage. Right here. And then did you finger guns up there? That's true. As you're coming in, as you know, you're doing your entrance. I'm tossing Jello shots out into the crowd. Yes, you uh-huh. could toss. Yes, Jello shots. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. This is another job for you. You could do that. So you as could- you come out, instead of like throwing rose petals, what I'll do is just toss Jello shots to like grandma and grandpa and be like, "Drink up." Yeah, you could do that. So I, after I'm on stage, so we'll, we'll be like fading down the music. Mm-hmm. Be like, "All right, everybody, we're having a good time today." My name is Greg, but you already know That's that. That's exactly what the response will be, too. It'll just be deafening silence. Well, then we'll have to pump in some cheers and applause just in case. Like, it's a, it's, I don't know, it could be a dull crowd. It's I'm not, not sure. Um, no, well, I'm not to, sure. it is not going to be a dull crowd. I just, I don't know. Just in case, just in case we get a bunk crowd, you know, I'll have to pipe in some applause, like just to try to spice it up to get other people going. Because maybe this is going to be a wedding that, they, that they're not really used to. You know, they're not used to hearing or, or seeing this kind of a wedding. So we'll have to get him, get him a little bit used to it, which is why your job's going to be very important. It's going to be very important to hype me up when, when I'm coming in there. All right. Well, then what do you do? So what, what yeah, are you so going to we'll say for the we'll pipe this into the background. And then everybody will look around like, oh, I guess we're supposed to cheer too. 
Yeah, you should have it on that really shitty edit loop. Yeah. So when they hear the blank space, they'll know that it's real clapping. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So mm-hmm. you've passed out the jello shots. They're loosening up a little bit. Everybody's having a good time. I kissed somebody in the crowd. I don't know who at that point. And now I'm up on stage. And I'm, well, they, everybody gets excited. They get worked up. You know, and this is the whole thing. We want to make it a memorable experience for everyone. Yes, because a wedding isn't memorable at all. No, well, I mean, that's I mean really... weddings are memorable. I mean, and it's important, and I'm very happy for the couple, and everybody's going to be very excited for them. But I mean, this is the moment where you really want to, you really want to make an impression. Keelan in the chat says, "World's worst jobs, number thirty-three, Greg Nibbler's hype man." <laughs> <laughs> that would be higher up than that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> God. So. So I'm going to be on stage, and then I'm going to run through the through the whole wedding. Like I'll, I'll have some stuff, some comments I'll make. I'm going to talk about life. I'm going to talk about, you know, getting married. I'll talk Can about ask- my divorce. Probably <laughs> one of the things I'll be like, you know, I've been through this before, and let me tell you, you know, it's it's a great experience right now. What you want to watch out for cold feet, is afterwards. You to those cold let me feet. tell you, it is the worst when you go through. You know, and I'll give them like a warning. Because, you know, everybody needs to have a warning about that. and then No, but they both are like, quite clear. This is actually their second time around, too. Okay. For well, both I'm, of them, yeah. I still feel like I should devote at least five to ten minutes talking about it. About your divorce. Talking about my <laughs> divorce. Your marriage and your subsequent <laughs> yeah, divorce. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pencil in about ten minutes. Okay. So that'll just... Uh, and I'm just standing just there awkwardly <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just to get it started off right, you know. So I'll, I'll get, that, get that out of the way. You know, that's, that's enough about me, everybody. Let's talk about this happy little couple right here, and then I'll go into some anecdotes and I'll tell some stories, and I'll um, I'll probably tell some like wedding jokes. You know, I'll, I'll work up a few, and I'll get some like tell me a wedding general joke. wedding jokes. Well, I haven't worked them up yet. Well, you're you're good. You're impromptu. You're a fly by the seat of his pants kind of guy. Boy, I didn't know. I, I that, yeah, now it's kind of biting me because I just said wedding jokes, and now I don't know what a wedding joke is. Hey, you know, I was able to stall the crowd while you were getting ready with your tech issues. Well, this is entrance. Look, this is going to be this is going to be part of what the what the thing is. You know, um, I don't know what what is a wedding joke. Now you threw me on the spot. Greg, you can't buckle under the pressure. This is exactly what we can't do on Saturday. Well, this are is we allowed backfired. to have like? Are we, yeah, right. Are we allowed to have like cue cards, or do we have to have everything memorized? Oh, I'm going all off the top of my head. No, even you're though I not. clearly just failed right there. This is why we're practicing this. This is why we're working it out. Well, I'm writing is this. Not making perfect. I'm writing it's in it out. Like, it's in like as three days. we do it. I'm writing it out as we do it. You know, so so we'll have we'll have a few different things that we'll we'll do there. So uh, I'll get the crowd. I'll go. You know, and then we're getting into. Then we're getting into the final thing. So, okay, here's here's a couple of jokes. Here's what some online. Now, I'll I'll, I'll Did you seriously just go This is two brooms are getting married before the ceremony. The bride broom says to the groom broom, "I think I'm going to have to take a whisk." The groom broom says, "How can that be? We haven't even slept together." <laughs> you know, and as long as I'm laughing, then the crowd will laugh with me. This is one of the things. But you I've don't learned. have a con- infectious laugh. Like when I hear you <laughs> laugh, I just kind of want to get further away from you. No, you just have to give like a hearty laugh. That isn't hearty. That's yeah. terrifying. No, if you give like a hearty laugh, because this is what you know. We're dealing with like older people that will be there too. So it's like there are also <laughs> going to be people our age. Well, yeah, but I mean, once you get the old people in, the younger people, they're going to get it right off the bat. Where did you find they're going to be having a good time. Like they'll 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 understand. Well, do you have another one? Uh, let's see. All right, let me let me take a look here. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll I don't know how you're going to. I don't know how you'll top the the broom <laughs> one. Because quite honestly, that's... Hey, the best way to get most of them to do something is to suggest that they're perhaps too old for it. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, that didn't even make any sense. Can you say that again? Uh, uh, keep your eyes wide open before the wedding, half shut afterwards. These aren't even jokes. What do they mean? What do they even mean? Okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just spitting them out there. I'm, I'm going to be rapid-firing them. Oh uh, uh, I was, you know, you got me marrying you. I was married by a judge. I should have asked for a jury. Wait, what is that noise that you're making? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was me panicking if things don't go right when I'm up there. Okay, so what you're saying is now I am completely fucking freaked out about Saturday. No, so after that, though, this is a big responsibility. I know. Greg. Well, and then after that, I will go into the actual wedding stuff, and I'll talk about them, and I'll talk about love, and blah 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 blah, the usual stuff that everybody talks about, and then um, and then they'll get married, and then we'll have the the party, and this is where I would like to have like the like if there's enough 
groomsmen and bridesmaids in there. I'd like to have them carry us out. I don't want to be carried out by strangers. Well, I was trying to offer you part of the limelight. I thought you don't like to be carried. This is like opposite of everything you've ever said. No, I don't like to be picked up. Carried, uh, if something like this, like with all of them. I think, uh, I think, I think that would probably be a good way to go out with it. Yeah. You've thoroughly freaked me out. And you've probably freaked them out. Watch, they're going to like revoke our invitation. No, no, they're going to. Now presenting your bride and groom. So do we go out after? So like then they're married, you know, kiss the bride, yada yada. Then they go out with their like out outward song, and then that's when we come back out with that song. So yeah, we're no, the, we'll like the actual ones that walk. Yeah, out. Yeah, we'll still be on stage. So they'll they'll like walk out. They'll they'll leave. All the audience is going to stay because they're want they're going to be staying to see us. While they're going out, we can throw out some more Jello shots into the crowd or whatever we want to do. Okay. Know? Get them, get them. Just don't get any out. on her. It's like dress. throwing out, uh, like, like when uh, guitarists throw out the guitar picks after a concert to the crowd. Like they're going to be clamoring for something. So from we're throwing us. out our version we gotta of alcoholic some, guitar picks. We got to have something for them. Okay. I mean, they're going to go crazy if we don't bring anything for them. So we'll we'll throw that out, and then hopefully, you know, the brides and uh, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids, then they all pick us up, and then this is us leaving there, just like we came in, like a tornado of fury, tornado of love. I'm genuinely starting to get worried about Saturday. And they carry us out, and then we go out to the reception, and then, you know, all the other stuff happens. Oh, my God. Okay, so there you have it. Saturday is going to be... That was my first run-through. I just thought that all out right now, so I think that's how it's going to have to work. Uh, it's being suggested that after that, you should probably go up and cut yourself the first piece of cake. That's a great idea. You know, I don't eat cake, but I should just for the honor of it. Um, that's you don't eat cake? No, I'm not a big cake person. I, I will occasionally eat cake, but I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a sweets guy. Who says that sweets randomly? I don't eat cake. I, you know, I mean, I'll have a piece of cake. I'm just not a big, uh, I'm not a big, big cake person. Okay, I don't know many. So there we go. There's how the wedding's going to work out. So I'm going to send that... I'm going to send this breakdown to – because I, I told the bride that I would uh, write out just kind of a little synopsis of how it's all going to run from my Why don't you just – I mean so she's going to listen to the show. So why don't you just – yeah, send the audio version. Yeah, I'll send we'll this over. We'll just clip it out and we'll be like, here you go, lady. <laughs> this is how it's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. Uh, really excited for your big day. But by uh-huh. your big day, we mean Greg's big day. Yeah, I mean I, I think they know oh my that. God. Like seriously – Aren't you a little nervous, though? I mean, because what we do is still kind of weird for people who don't understand how, like, internet radio works. Oh, no, that... Okay. So we're going to be on yeah, stage, that part. and they're going to... And they'll be like, what do you do? We're like, oh, we're, you know, we do a podcast. And so many people are going to give us, like, a blank stare. I already know it. Yeah, I mean, that is going to be one thing. I've, I've worked out... I've worked out a little bit of that. Okay. We're going to be okay. All right. There's a big part for you to speak, though. All right. In all honesty, like for this thing, are you prepared to speak for the majority? I'm not going to speak for the majority. Stop it. What? What? No, I'm not. Stop it. I'm writing you a long like soliloquy, but thing thing that you have to read. Oh, I can read from things. No, I mean you're not going to have a piece of paper up there. I don't think I'm going to. No, I am going to have a cue card. Are you going to break? You're allowed to have a cue card. Are you going to shake while we're up there? Are you going to cry? I don't know. Maybe. They are a beautiful couple. They no, are. I won't, Absolutely, no, they I won't, are. No, no, no. I won't cry during the wedding. No, okay. we're married. No, we're we're straight laced. We are responsible for marrying them. Nobody wants to see. Well, what's your version? Blubbering. How do you think this should go down? Exactly opposite of everything that you just said. Oh, that sounds boring. A little snooze alert of a wedding. All right, there we go. That was the wedding weekend, which uh, it turned out okay. Uh, it was spo- spoiler. Awesome. We didn't screw it up. We didn't screw it up. Or if we did, think. we don't know it. They never told us. So. They were so nice they didn't At tell this us. point, we still don't know whether or not we screwed it up if nope. we did because they said that we did a good job. Not sure. But yeah. anyway, there we go. That is the one for today. We've got more coming up this week. So every day at noon at funemploymentradio.com is where you can see those and then it'll release via iTunes and Stitcher and all of those things. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. If you're going to be uh, buying anything from Amazon, that would be awesome. awesome. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Best ofs. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.